when they eat churches, they want to lay hand on somebody. Right. They want to speak in counterfeit tongues. Wow. They want to release demons. But how can you make America great again if you don't get on your face and repent? What's a just God supposed to do? If he does nothing, he is, in a sense, giving consent to the right. sin. When the government dictates what religion is, our morals will be stripped. Well, they're setting it up for you guys, the younger generation, to take the hit. They see a church that's on fire for God. Mm -hmm. That's the church that gets targeted. You're in a worship saying, praise Jesus. We are the army of God. We'll dare to discuss what most churches never will and strive always to speak the truth in love. We are watchmen, warriors, victors. Together, we will fight the good fight and finish strong. This is David Hebner Live. Hey everybody, David here. So good to be with you again. Uh, yeah, once a week we get together as a family. Tonight, what are we talking about? Well, we're going to be talking about the demons, the dirty demons, the, the, the reason that the people are suffering. Okay, now expect tonight there to be turmoil because every time I get in deep and we're going deep tonight, okay, we're going to go deep. I got stuff flying off the walls. You all have seen it. I've had a camera actually fly off the, the, the tripod in the middle of the show. Uh, I got kicked off the air, but we're rebuking it now. We're coming against it in the name of Jesus. Right now, demon, you're put on notice. You're out. All demons evicted. Okay. You ever been battling the same sickness over and over again? I know I have. You know, you run into the same condition. You go to the doctor. You get some medication. You take it. And then all of a sudden, six months later, it's back again. How about, how about financial issues? You know, you, you, you're in debt. You make some money. Well, you pray that God brings money in. He does. You pay it off. And then two years later, you're in debt again. How about bad relationships? Before I got married, every relationship I had was bad. Okay, because it was the wrong relationship. It wasn't who I was supposed to be with, obviously. But it was it was a pattern. You know, I went from one bad relationship to the other. I mean, can you guys relate to that? Whether it be a, um, a boyfriend, girlfriend, uh, uh, or, or just a platonic or brother and sister or, you know, e even relationships with, with your parents. Does it seem like it's in turmoil? It seemed like that. It's, it's a vicious cycle of the same chaos. But you've had people pray over you. And you've gone through deliverance. But it just seems like it's the same demons that keep coming back. They come back to roost. And we're going to talk about this. Because we're going to nip it in the bud once and for all. I'm praying right now we go to a higher level that God takes us to a higher level tonight. Three aspects of Christ's warfare as he walked the face of the earth. Now listen to me, it's important. Three aspects of his warfare as he walked the face of the earth. And you say, David, well, he came to save us. Well, I know he did. Well, he came to die on the cross. I know he did. But I'm talking three aspects of his warfare, which was healing, casting out demons, and raising the dead. All our warfare. When you heal someone, when Jesus healed someone, he was coming against the imperfection of humanity, the demons. When he cast out demons, he was coming against demons. Raising the dead, well, Satan is known as death, right? So he had three aspects of it. And tonight we're going to deal with one of those aspects coming against demons, casting them out. Satan, the dark side. You know, Christ, he instructed the 72 to go out and to do, do what he did. There to heal the sick, cast out demons. And they did, and they came back and they said, even the demons obey us. He transferred, Christ, listen, Jesus transferred the same power that he used to cast out all those demons, to raise the dead, 
to heal the sick, that same power he gives to us. We have it right now, not tomorrow. You don't need to go to church. No, don't call your pastor and tell him, is it okay for me to use my power? You have it. God's given it to you. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how young you are. You have the ability to use it. Tonight, we're going to open some satanic vaults, and we're going to expect some supernatural things to happen. I want to know why people are sick, keep running to the doctor instead of running to Jesus when our body was created to heal itself. The church. It's because the church is dead. I'm talking about the modern-day church for the most part. They fit right into the system, right into the medical system, right into the financial, right into the political, but not into God's system. And this is why we have the people that are dying because of lack of knowledge. That's what scripture says. And that's why you and I are here. My guest tonight, we're going to be talking about demons having names. Yes, demons have names. They're identities. The pandemic, has it, has it, spawned a whole new legion of demons, and we're going to talk about that. I believe it has. What's a strong man in demonic warfare? Generational demons. Are they in your family? What about children? How do we handle children that are demon-possessed and or oppressed? Well, my guest has a school where he teaches deliverance. He has laid hands and delivered, he and his wife. And that's what he's dedicated his life to, is coming against demons, demonic warfare, what Jesus did. And what? Churches in America are actually saying that there's no demons in America? <laughs> are you kidding me? I want you to stay with me. We're going to come back right back with Mark Bloomer, who has uh, devoted his life to deliverance. We'll be talking about all these things that we deep deep, go deep into the vault of demonic warfare. We'll be right back. Hey, it's your old car here. Remember me? Remember us? You barely even turn me on anymore. It's clear you don't need me, but that's perfectly fine, my friend, because you can choose to give this old car new purpose and donate. There are incredible nonprofits out there that accept cars just like me. So call or donate online. Donating a vehicle is easy. The pickup is free, and your gift is tax deductible. Woohoo! Um, listen, we have the new End Times DVD. Um, it's uh, Investigates, uh, End Times Investigation. I have a lot of my friends on here uh, Lisa Haven, Michael Lake. Uh, I have Josh Peck, L.A. Marzuli, uh, Stephen Bancroft. I mean, eight hours of of me investigating things like Satanism, demonic powers, Illuminati, New World Order, Antichrist, One World Religion, End Times Miracles, Bible Prophecy. Folks, let me tell you something. One day, what you're watching us on right now, it's called, well, it's called television, it's called social media, it's called the internet. They're gonna turn that baby off. You need a hard asset. When all this stuff gets shut off, this is what what you're going to be able to, to learn from and to understand. So I want you to uh, text the word CHOSEN to 91999 or go to TV forward slash order or call 844-806-0006. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, CEO of MyPillow. I support this show and I would like to offer you our biggest discounts for listening. So please go to our website, MyPillow.com, and put in the promo code at the end of this message to get the biggest discounts. Again, thanks for listening, and God bless. Hey, everybody. David Hebner back with you. Um, hey, listen, if you haven't, I want you to pick up um, this um, End Times DVD. Uh, we just ran the spot on it. Uh, it's got all my friends on it. I, I know you've been, I've been talking about this, but we have a limited number. We don't have many left. Uh, it's got L.A. Marzulli, uh, Lisa Haven, Michael Lake, uh, Mike Spaulding. It's got so many, eight hours of footage, what, on the Illuminati, One World Order, uh, the End Times Miracles, uh, Aliens and Demons. Uh, what you need to learn in order to face these end times, the days in which are here and the days are which are upon us. Um, so I want you to go to uh, David Hevener, uh, 
TV forward slash order, or you can call uh, 844-806-0006, or you can just text the word chosen to 91999. And also you can get the, uh, hey, the Last Evangelist DVD, right? And it's got uh, episode one on it. We'll be shooting episode two pretty soon. Uh, so if you want to help us out, you can go to lastevangelist.com. You can donate. Uh, that's how we did episode one is through your donations. That's how we're doing episode two. We really need your help. But get, pick up this DVD and don't forget about the True Power book. Okay. Got to get a copy of that. Um, all right. We're talking about demons tonight um, and we're digging deep. Okay. Sometimes we talk about it. Sometimes we go deep. Tonight we're going deep. Tonight we're going to hit, we're doing a root canal. Okay. Uh, and uh, I've got my guest with me, Mark Bloomer. He runs a school on deliverance, teaches, uh, uh, teaches on deliverance. He delivers. He's, he's in deliverance ministry. And uh, he's been kind enough to come on and share some of the most important information that we need to know in these last days as we enter in this um, era of, era of uh, demonic warfare. Mark, you there with me, buddy? Yes, sir. Thank All you, right. David. Hey, thank you. So let's get right into it. Mark, demons, do demons have names? Yes, they do. They, they definitely do. Um, um, just as in the uh, book of Daniel, where they talk about uh, the prince of Persia, uh, but even on a, those were demons that affected large areas, but there are specific names of demons that may relate to, say, for example, a spirit of rejection. Uh, it may be a spirit of pride, as we what we see in the Word of God. But okay. uh, you will have a, a, a litany of different types of names that the demons actually have. Okay. So, so what is the the most horrific demon of all? What's the most? Uh, I don't want to say powerful. I hate to, but what's the most prevalent demon of all? The most prevalent, the one you're going to contend with the most, is going to be, you know, of course, Satan. But yeah. other, but other than that, the, the 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 would be typically like rejection. Rejection is probably the most prevalent demon out there that is uh, causing so many believers and so many people to have their knees knocked out from underneath them because Jesus represents the the example of the love of God. Okay. And if they begin to believe that they are rejected or not um, found worthy of the love of God, then all of a sudden they have an entryway into that person's life. They can begin to affect how that person, um, how, how they live. Wow. You know, I was going to say unforgiveness, but you're yes. right. Be because from unforgiveness could stem rejection because yes. I haven't forgiven myself. For things I've yes. done, of course I'm not worthy. Uh, yes. So, Mark, what you're saying is these demons actually you need to call them out by name. You demon of rejection, you demon of unforgiveness. Yes. You demon of you give them a name, right? Yes. You give them a name, um, and it's 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 very important when you're dealing with in deliverance itself. If you're in a deliverance situation, if you can determine what the name of that demon is you begin to see their whole function because it will, it gives you an idea of what their strategy is. And from, you know, and hopefully before you even start a deliverance session, you have a little bit of time of counseling that person to where you can kind of see what has been their patterns in life that have been destructive. Yeah. And I want to get into that, but I want to, I want to stay on the, the, the name just, just for a moment sure. here. So do these demons operate in clusters? Do they operate individually? What do you find? What, what, what's the, what's the, um, the mode of operation? Right. There? Typically, they're going to they're gonna operate in a cluster. If one comes in, there's usually a cluster that comes in. So, And they'll all be related to the function of that, say, the strong man of that cluster. So you may have, say, unforgiveness. Uh, you may have, with unforgiveness would be bitterness, you know, yeah. Uh, uh, other demons that associate or have that similar function. Right. You know, I talked earlier uh, at the beginning of the show about people being sick. Okay. How much sickness do you think is correlated, directly connected with demonic, uh, uh, demonic influence, demonic attacks? Well, I, 
as far as the number, I can't really put a number on that, but it's large. That's all I can yeah. say. It's, it's large because not only we know that sickness can be directly affected from a, a demonic attack, but yeah. we also know that there is people, there are people who have been living under the lie of that you're rejected so long that their body begins to manifest right. the sickness. Yeah, you know. right. And that's when the demon starts working on the on the on the weak link in the armor. So if yes. someone uh, you know has diabetes uh, because maybe of the diet or whatever, and they've done that because they feel rejected, so they want to use food to medicate themselves. The demon goes, Ah, here we go. Let's go after this diabetes. Yes. So then they start pounding away. Yes. So if we can get rid of those demons, which we can. Uh, you got two things going on. First of all, you get rid of the demon, the, the demon of rejection, the demon of, uh, of unforgiveness, and now you've gotten rid of the demon that's going to come after the sickness, right? Right, right. Okay, so let's talk about the steps you go when you deliver someone. Someone comes to you, they are demon-possessed, they, they've been tortured, um, uh, well, why don't you tell me, what, what is it, give me a, um, uh, give me, give, give me a description of someone that maybe the worst case that's come to you. Okay. Um, uh, I would say there's a lot of worst cases, but I would say this, first of all, when they first come to you, if you want to get a history, find out, you know, um, what are some of their key experiences in their life? Okay. Uh, you may ask that question was, what was one of your earliest childhood memories? Um, the other questions you're going to ask is, you know, how did your father or your mother demonstrate love? Was it through gifts? Was it through times of uh, quality time? Was it through um, uh, words of encouragement? Was it, you know, how did they show love to you? And also, mm -hmm. you start to get a picture of a broken family. Oftentimes, you'll get a picture of neglect, abandonment, or that sense of being rejected. And then you want to kind of key in on that area. Um, so when you first get them in that environment, when you first get them and you're sitting down with them face to face, one of the key questions you're going to want to ask is, "Have they? do they have a relationship with Jesus Christ? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that's the most important question and begin to talk to them about, uh, you know, what Jesus did. Okay. And how that is imperative that, you know, that they understand that. Right. Right. The, I, 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 I'm sorry. I have a question. I don't want to forget it. I don't mean to interrupt sure. you. Um, when someone comes to you and you look at their eyes, because I know I, I experienced this. I can usually tell if there's a an oppression or a possession. I can tell by their eyes and I can tell by the movements of their body. Okay. Right. And I'll usually say a few key words to see body language. And usually they'll never look at me straight. They'll, they'll never look at me. They'll never make eye contact. Right. The demon will never make eye contact at the beginning until you call the demon out. And right. then he'll make eye contact. Right. Um, so I just kind of wanted to put it. So you've experienced that too, right? Yes. Yes. And a lot of times they will, of course, like you said, look the other way, their eyes may flutter. They may, uh, right. You know, uh, you, you may see just a, a change in their whole face, facial, uh, change. I never forget when I first encountered my first time to see someone who had a demon. And as I began to talk about Jesus, it was like the face distorted, the jaw went one way and, and, you know, it was oh. just, uh, definitely a, a demonic. Uh, uh, I've seen it, brother, and I've made movies about it. I've made movies, but unfortunately, the, fortunately, the movies were just, you know, prosthetics and, and makeup and stuff. But when I saw it in person, it was yes. 10 times more horrific right. than, than the movies I made. So I've seen it. I've seen the face contort and twist and just, you know, a beautiful woman just... Yes her face just, you know, is supernatural. Um, okay. So number two, you sit, okay. Number one is you, you sit, you counsel with them, ask if they know Christ. What's number two? What, what's your second step? Oh, uh, 
then we go through typically will be a um, uh, steps of forgiveness. But let me okay. back up before I jump in there, by the way, I, I have to say this. It's important, super important to find out what the life messages they were receiving from people in their life. What was yeah. the life message you know, right. that they were getting from those who were in authority over them, leaders, family members, you know, yeah, uh, and, and that's huge. And once you get this identity of, all right, my life message is I'm a failure. I'm not acceptable. Then you then. All right. Then we've got to begin to change that life message. You know, yeah. identity has to come in of who they are in Christ. OK, right, right. Gotcha. Gotcha. And you mentioned to me after you counsel them, uh, then you go into you pray for them yes. and you actually do worship. You do praise yes. and worship. Yes. Tell me about that. What's that like? You pray for them, do praise and worship before you start the deliverance? Yes, it's it's huge. It, praise and worship, especially worship that's reflective of the cross, uh, the blood, the victory uh, of Jesus, uh, who he is. It really weakens their resilience. Uh, it really weakens their structure. Uh, we were playing Days of Elijah, and uh, at that point we're, he begins to sing, there's no God like Jehovah. There's no God like Jehovah. Then all of a sudden the demon starts saying, stop, stop, stop that music, stop. You know, And so uh, it's, it's, it's powerful. We've seen people literally set free just by the worship. Wow. And yes. It's wow. Just, we, that, you, you don't need to lay hands on somebody necessarily. You don't need to say in the name of Jesus out. You can pray for them. You can have praise and worship. Let G, you know, Jesus will do a lot. You know, Jesus yes. will he'll do a lot. Uh, so you're absolutely right on. Uh, that demon can manifest itself and, and come out of there. I want to read a scripture, um, uh, Spencer. Let's go to Luke 4, 33, 36. Now, this is uh, Jesus encountered his first demon uh, since uh, uh, dealing with Satan. Uh, as Jesus walked the face of the earth. And he was in a, where was he? He was in a synagogue. Yes. Uh, yeah. Equivalent to the modern day church today, if you were walking the face of the earth and well, if they let him in, in the modern day church today, not quite sure they'd let him in, but uh, let's, let's read Luke 4, 33, 36. It says in the synagogue, there was a man possessed by a demon, an impure spirit. He cried out at the top of his voice. Now, let me tell you something. I talk a lot about demons in church, and I get people come to me and even said to me, I had a seminary student tell me I was blasphemy to say there were demons in church. What in the world, where is this seminary student? He has his head in the sand in Luke 4, 33, when Jesus encounters his first demon in a synagogue. Uh, Mark, I find that just bizarre that people won't, will not believe there are demons in church. That's basically their favorite place to hang out. Uh, it is. Isn't it? Yeah. And so, it is. And, and I'll say this, and I've heard demons say that they will, you know, they're not so much concerned about some of those who are just super passive. They're going after those who are carrying the fire. They will oh. say, we go after those who carry the fire. That's who the oh. demons are going after. And, and, but you will see this in a lot of, a lot of churches. You know, I think I told you earlier, I had a, a pastor say when we were talking about spiritual warfare to him, and this is a large, large church. And he said, he said, Mark, he goes, are you talking about demons? Uh, demons not here in, in America. Demons aren't, uh, you know, they're in Africa or South America, you know, oh. I just want to scream. I, you know, I, I know I get this. I get this brain-dead theology. It drives me crazy. Let's go to verse 34. Okay, so he cried at the top of his voice. This is verse, the end of verse 33. Um, this is the demon crying. Go yes. away. What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. You see, demons are afraid of us because we have the power of God in us. Yes. Unfortunately, Hollywood has turned it around to where we're supposed to be afraid of demons. We got the power in us, Mark. Um, verse 35, be quiet, Jesus says. Two words, be quiet. He said sternly, come out of him. Four more words. That's a total of six. 
Six words he spoke. Be quiet. In other words, shut up and get out. All right. Yes. Uh, the demon threw the man down before them all and came out without injuring him. Now, in deliverance, do you agree and do you find it effective that the less words you speak, the more effective it is? Do not have these long conversations with demons. What say you on that? Uh, I agree in the sense that you don't need to have long conversations for sure. You don't want to go into that kind of, uh, you know, that kind of area. Uh, I like the fact that you, you know, I'm kind of a mix. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, there have been times where we have said, in the name of Jesus, come out of him or come out of her. And we had a hindrance and the demon just kind of laughed and said, I'm the last to go. I'm not going. And then all of a sudden we were, we had to kind of go back and, and, and find out where these, where do these strongholds first begin? How did this, what doors have we not uncovered that shows us mm -hmm. main entry point? Mm -hmm. I, I know you're going with this and I agree with what you're saying. It, it, what happens, cause I've had, I've had, I've been, uh, uh, I've been confronted with this. You're dealing with the demon in one moment, and then you're talking to the person the next. Yes. Okay. Uh, and I know what you're talking about. I, I yes. totally agree. You're, there's a time where you're dealing with that demon, but then yes. you're going back and you're talking to the person. Yes. Uh, do not have conversations with the demon, but, but I think what you're saying is extracting more information from the person, right? Yes. Correct. Okay, now that, that's it. Let me finish verse 36 and we're going to back back up and go around to that. Uh, okay. uh, all the people were amazed and said to each other, what words these are with authority and the power that gives orders to impure spirits and they come out. These people were shocked, Mark. This yes. was, uh, you know, this didn't happen all the time. I mean, uh, Jesus spoke. Now we have the same power in us. That's right. That's right. He's given us authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. But Amen. do we use, do we, is the church using it? I mean, are most people using it? No, no. That's, that's why you're doing what you're doing. You're making disciples who make disciples of deliverance, right? Yes. Yes. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's key. It's something that has to be addressed. It has to be addressed. You can't, and I think part of the reason why it's not addressed in many churches is because it's messy. You yeah, know, it is messy. You're dealing with uh, areas, uh, you know, there's areas of controversy. You're dealing with, you know, severely wounded souls. You're dealing with uh, areas where they just need extensive, you know, one-on-one. Uh, -on -one. You know, it's, 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 it's one thing, and I, I think I've mentioned this before, it's one thing to get the demon, cast the demon out. But it, it's another thing to walk with them as they mature in Christ to where they are able to take on and fight, you know, uh, stand on who they are in Christ and who, you know, and stand on what God has done for them, you know. Right. It's one thing to, to, to bring a person back from the dead to heal them. It's another thing to stay with them and counsel them. And, and, and help them grow, you know, yes. and, and, and that's what I feel like we need to do as a body of Christ. Um, before we take a break, I want to ask you about the strong man. Now, in every deliverance, I'm not going to say every, but it seems like most of your deliverances, you have a strong man. Tell me about the strong man. The strong man would be that dominant demon over that one particular structure. So when you're dealing with the strong man, um, you know, oftentimes they will try, the, the, the lesser demons will try to protect the revelation of that strong man, of who he is. Wow. So what, what, why, that goes, why is that, Mark? Because once you understand who the strong man is and you have his attention, first of all, you know his function from his name. And then secondly, uh, He's vulnerable at that point because you are you are engaging with the main demon because when we can what we like to do is if we can cast when we cast that demon out, we like to bind all of his, um, you know, his other cohorts together to him 
and cast them out as a group, as a cluster, so that they all go out mm. together. Yeah, because uh, it's like, take me to your leader. If you can take out yes. the head honcho, everyone else is weak because they depended on the, the strong man uh, to do their. So what you're saying is in, in some cases, you've got a legion in there, and that right. legion is run by a foreman, uh, for, yes. a, uh, for lack of a better analogy. Yeah, for a foreman, and the foreman is running that legion, instructing them what to do. So when you call out the strong man, uh, that's more difficult to do, right? To get that strong man to reveal himself. Yes, it is. Okay. Um, yeah. And he may not reveal, even if you uh, ask the, a lesser demon who's the strong man, uh, they will... Uh, uh, they will try not to reveal that, that, that truth. Yeah. You know, you know Mark, whenever uh, the disciples were trying to cast the demon out of the boy, um, he had, he was demon possessed and they couldn't do it. Jesus showed up and, and he just, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but Jesus, I can imagine he's just shaking his head going, how long do I have to put up with you people? You know, what, what's going on here? Right. And so Jesus dealt with that demon but he asked a question that he hadn't asked in, other, uh, in, in, in any other scripture that I know of. He wanted the name of that demon. What is your name? They said, Legion, we are many. Jesus asked a question. Yes. Then, the, 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 of course, the, the, the demons were cast into the pigs. Now, the, the disciples came and said, why couldn't we do that? Right. What happened? Why? Jesus said, because this kind of demon requires prayer and in some uh translations fasting correct um, two questions number one he asked for a name do you think that was maybe a strong man he was trying to get yes. an, yeah, Definitely. an identity yeah uh number two is he said prayer and fasting can you elaborate on that yes prayer and fasting is so uh it's monumental in its importance. Anytime we uh, get together before any kind of deliverance or meeting with somebody, we spend time in prayer, and and you know, hopefully, we're always we're we're fasting too. But it it fasting brings you into a greater intimacy with the Lord, and uh, it it's a time where you know you're in His presence, and when you're in His presence, it's it's powerful, and so it's. It's prayer and fasting is key to deliverance. Yeah, yeah. We're going to take a break. But Mark, before you do, I want to give my condolences on your wife. You lost Deb. She was your partner for many years, and she went on to be with the Lord uh, uh, four or five months ago, right? Yeah, almost actually almost a year ago, coming almost, up on her anniversary. Yeah. And she was a partner with you in this ministry. I knew her heart, and she just loved people. She loved yes. people, and she hated demons. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but when I come back, if it's okay, I want to ask you if she had the battle that if, if, if she, what was her battle, uh, just sure. like, and I'll ask you your battle also, but also sure. I want to ask you, when we come back about generational demons, if there's such a thing. Also, you've cast the demons out of children. I, I want to talk to you about how you go about handling children as opposed to adults. Um, so, the Leviathan. I'm going to ask you about the Leviathan. Sure. Okay. When we come back, we're talking to Mark Bloomer. I want you to stay with me. We're again digging deep, deep, deep into the vault of demonic warfare. Um, we'll be right back. Hey, everybody. I am honored and blessed not to have just one new book out, but two new books. That's right. Two new books. The first one is End Times Investigation. I deal with Hollywood Mind Control. I deal with demon portals, the alien demon connection, uh, astral projection, program multiples, satanic ritual abuse, and much, much more. The things that I talk about in Last Evangelist and on my shows, the all my interviews I do, it's right here in this book, especially my life story. Also, True Power, how to uh, access your true power uh, in these last days, okay? Um, it's a war manual for God's children. We need to learn the enemy's tactics and how to battle the enemy in these last days. Pick up a copy of this book. Just text the word CHOSEN to 91999, or you can go to davidhevener.tv forward slash order, or you can simply call 844-806-0006. 
Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I want to give each and every one of you one last chance to get my original My Slippers. Go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen now. Use your promo code, and you'll get your very own My Slippers for only $49.98. That's $90 off and the biggest savings ever. What makes My Slippers different is my exclusive four layer design that you won't find in any other slippers. My Slippers patented layers make them ultra comfortable, extremely durable, and they help reduce stress on your feet. Not only that, they come with an indoor-outdoor sole so you can wear them anytime, anywhere. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. And now you can get them for the best savings ever, only $49.98. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own My Slippers for only $49.98. That's $90 off. We have extremely low quantities, and once they're gone, they're gone. So order now. Hey everybody, this is David Hevener, and I'm proud to announce the release of my brand new TV series, The Last Evangelist, exclusively on davidhevener.tv. support material to terrorists. We were just handing out Bible. This is an illegal translation. You're going to be going away for a very long time. Subscribe now. Go to davidhevener.tv Don't you just love it when the power of God works? The, the true power of God works. Why? Because I prayed at the beginning. Demons, you have to go. You have no right here. We have had a good good connection, a good broadcast. And, uh, and I thank God for, um, for allowing us, giving us the power to cast out these demons. We're talking about demonic warfare. And also in this book, I, End Times Investigations, I, I talk a lot about demons. I talk about my encounters with them, how I dealt with them, uh, the alien demon connection. Um, I've got all kinds of things in this book. Please consider ordering a copy. Just uh, you can uh, call 844-806-0006 or just text the word CHOSEN to 91999. Um, we're talking to Mark Bloomer. Um, Mark has a, a school where he teaches spiritual warfare. He's kind enough to share uh, some of his uh, warfare uh, techniques and tactics that he uses against the enemy. Uh, Mark, um, I want to ask you about generational demons. Uh, uh, what are generational demons in your book? Uh, generational demons are going to be demons that are are will follow through a, a, a lineage in a in a family or in a group, um, and it is a uh, you'll see a pattern oftentimes in a family that a uh, destructive pattern at that, and it will kind of go from you'll see it from grandpa to you know dad to the kids, and mm -hmm. it's you know. It's, it's definitely a generational uh, demonic. Mm -hmm. Now, now would, let's be specific or a little more specific. Would this be, say, the father has an anger issue and he's abusive toward the wife and, uh, you know, uh, he, he drinks alcohol, he's drinking. It, 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 the, so you've got two demons there. You have a demon of addiction and you have a demon of anger, right? Right. Uh, and what you're saying is these demons could have been passed down to the father from his father, which was passed right. down to his father. Now he passes it down to the son, son yes. carries on, gets married. Okay. All right. So we got that. So, so breaking this generational curse, the see these demons have been having a free ride for so many centuries because the right. church is so brain dead. Uh, they just keep, okay. So that's the generational demons. How do you break, a generational demon when you're doing a deliverance session is there anything different that you do in a generate uh, to break these generational demons okay with the generational demons we typically do a couple of things um first of all we have the person identify with that if if that that's a pattern in their life that we know that's reflective of a demon then we have that person go through some forgiveness steps uh, and and basically it'd be something like you know, Lord, forgive me for partnering with this lie or this demon. Um, and I ask, Lord, that you would forgive me and my my 
my generations before me of this of this sin of this agreement with this lie of this destructive behavior and in a renouncing i do not want this and i refuse to accept this anymore i'm done yes. with it and i break all agreement with this in jesus name and, and yeah yes go you ahead. break those contracts you but you yes you destroy you bust that chain to pieces so the chain is broken but you've got, Mark, what you're saying is you've got to verbally say it. Yes. You speak it out. Now, do you evict those demons, those generational demons? You cast them out just like Jesus spoke to the one in the synagogue. Generational demon, you are out? Yes. I mean, exactly. Will you still, you know, if, if, if you know the name of that particular demon, then that's great. Uh, but, uh, hmm. you know, some, sometimes there may be a... A, um, there's like I've said before, there's times where you may want to pause before you do the deliverance to make sure that that person, number one, has a relationship with Jesus. Secondly, right. that they're, you know, they're, uh, how do I put it? Um, that, that they've had some training and in their and who they are in their identity and what Christ has done for them and that it's kind of they have a solid foundation there so that they mm -hmm. fight on their own because if we just deliver them and they have no foundation then it's possible that they could have seven demons worse mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. mark what's a blocking spirit a blocking spirit is a spirit that tries to intercept or hinder the deliverance for example the throwing of the person to the ground you know, that's that's a blocking spirit. Um, there are times where you may recognize a spirit and, you're, and you've identified it by name. And all of a sudden you see a change in the face of the person and what the, another demon slides right in to that same spot. And it's a blocking spirit trying to trying to prevent you from getting further in with deliverance. We had one guy we were praying. The guy completely falls down like he's dead and you know, you're sh shaking him and, and nothing. He's, he's not, he's not doing anything, but you just keep speaking the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus. I command you. And the demon that when we were dealing with this one person, the demon turns around and just said, shut up, shut up. I don't want to talk. You know, something like oh. that. It, it was, it's, it's, it's sometimes it's funny. Yeah. Right. Know? Right. Yeah. Well, well, and it goes back to that. Um, you're dealing with demons, but then there's a point where you need you're talking to the person. Okay. Yes. So and you've got to be in, and that's a Holy Spirit driven. Um, uh, yes. It's, it can only be led by the Holy Spirit because boy, when you're dealing with this, if you get it wrong, that that what? demon will jump all over you and do a number. Uh, Mark, we're going to go underground in a few moments. Will you go with me underground? I'm I'm going to ask you about the leviathan i'm going to ask you about when you do deliverance on children how that's different sure. uh i'm going to ask you um also about the uh you know we talked about um when you pray for people that uh or, or do do uh, you're praying and you're delivering uh do you keep your eyes open or closed don't answer we'll talk about about that when we go underground um, but I want to give everybody your contact information right now before we take a break. Uh, how can they get in touch with you? Well, there's, uh, you can contact me through my email, and that would be Mark Bloomer, B-L-O-O-M-E-R, 22 at Gmail. Okay. Or, and, go ahead. No, go ahead. And or you could uh, look at our website, www.com. C F N I Belize B E L I Z E. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. And uh, you're going to come back. And by the way, Mark doesn't just uh, do deliverance in the United States, he goes into Central America and goes into the jungle and does deliverance. We're going to talk about that when we go underground. So, Mark, thank you for being with me, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Okay. Okay. Thanks, buddy. Um, you guys sign up, davidhevener.tv. It's the only way you're going to go underground. We're going to go underground in about 10 minutes. I'm going to have Mark with me. We're going to cover, get, dive deeper, deeper into this demonic warfare 
uh, please sign up davidhevener.tv. You can also watch Last Evangelist. It's the only place it's showing now. Episode one is out. Um, so if you would do that, that would be awesome. Uh, Pastor Spaulding, how are you, sir? David, I'm doing very well. <laughs> Good. Question for you. I never usually ask you how you're doing. I just whip a question on you right away. So I'm going to throw you for a loop there. <laughs> I noticed you hesitated. Yeah, I don't know what to think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Uh, here, here's my question. Uh, does a person, uh, have you done deliverance on someone before? Uh, I, I mean, I'm sure you have, but I just yes. need to ask. Okay. Yes. Um, uh, does a person need to be a believer, a Christian, in order uh, for you to do deliverance on them and for it to be successful? No, I don't. I don't believe they do. But they need to be a Christian if they if they want to make sure it doesn't come back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. It, no, you're right because um, you know. Uh, show me a person that knew Jesus before he cast out a demon. Uh, it didn't exist. Uh, they knew of him. Uh, but obviously, we don't know what their uh, you know what their situation was intimately with Christ, but. Um, and he didn't make that a, a prerequisite, did he? He didn't say, uh, no. We, no. He just... no he, David, you, you know as well as I do that uh, he would have healed few, if any, if faith in him as Messiah was a prerequisite. Yeah, exactly. Uh, one, one more question, and then uh, we're going to take a break. But um, do you believe we're in a day now where the power of Satan is getting ramped up? That the I'm talking about the dirty demons of hell are now manifesting and coming out full force against mankind, and that if we don't have this knowledge of how to do demon warfare, we're going to be up a creek. Yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly with that, David. In fact, that's that should be a primary focus and message in the church today. Sadly, it isn't, but it, but right. it should be. I believe just like you do that in the days preceding the return of Christ, demonic activity is going to be off the hook. And I think yeah. we're seeing that right now. I tell you, we are seeing it now. Oh, you haven't heard, have you? You haven't heard the latest that, uh, that uh, pastors, uh, according to Mark, are proclaiming that there are no demons in America. I, I don't know if you heard the latest news or not. I thought I'd let you know. Who is saying that? <laughs> Mark said that a pastor told him, and I believe it because they basically told me the same thing without saying it, that there's no demons in America. They're only in the, in the, in the jungle of Africa. <laughs> like, oh, my goodness. Wow. No, That's I mean, stunning. No, no, no. I, listen, I, 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 I talked to these young kids coming out of seminary, and, uh, and it's, uh, they say the same thing but in a roundabout way. You know, they, they, uh, but it's, 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 it is sad. And we do need to, uh, uh, places like Mark's, you know, like his school to teach people how oh, to. I agree. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Pastor. We got uh, one more week to go, and I'm going to come and see you up there uh, on the 29th and the 30th of uh, July this month, right? Yeah. Looking forward to it, David. It's going to be a powerful, powerful gathering of the Ecclesia. God is. He's already done amazing things, but he's going to do amazing things on the 29th and 30th. I encourage people to join us. Absolutely. How do they, how do they get a ticket? The website is gothereforeconference.com. Gothereforeconference.com. Get a ticket there. Our hotel information is also there on okay. the website. And uh, we're kicking it off Friday afternoon about, about 1 o'clock, and we'll wrap it up Saturday about uh, 8.30. Awesome. Yeah, a lot of great speakers there. I look forward to it. So Absolutely. Look forward to seeing you again, brother. Thank you. I appreciate it. Hopefully I'll see you in underground. God bless you. Yes, God bless you, brother. All right. Thanks. Pastor Mike Spaulding. I want to bring on my lovely wife. Um, uh, Spencer, did you kick Shanita out of the room? Happy to be because, here. Oh, all right. You're there. Okay. Good to see you. Um, all right. So we got some praise reports, right? 
We sure do. Yeah. And I, I just want to say how thankful I am for Mark and Deb for their ministry and for all the sacrifices that they make and how much I miss Deb. She was yeah. just a really, really treasured friend. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I didn't get into it, but maybe Will Underground, if he if he permits it. But she just really had a heart for people. And I wanted to find out, mm-hmm. you know, her struggles, too, because she I think it was COVID or something. But uh, babe, we'll, we'll talk to him about it. But yes, amazing gal, amazing man, a uh, great warrior uh, mm-hmm. in the kingdom. So. All right. Mm-hmm. Any uh, praise reports? Yeah. Yes. Yes. In chat, we've been talking about. Um, people dealing with cancer and Julianne shared her story that she the doctor said she had cancer and she refused it and it left her body so we're just praising God for her faith and her testimony and uh, Lynette shared that uh, God has done a miracle in their lives this week and they are just praising him for that and her neighbor got a miracle as well and her neighbor her neighbor got what Received a miracle as well. Great. Yep. And uh, Courage has a testimony. He says, um, when Jesus taught, go, sin no more, degenerative diseases go away. When we repent of wrong foods, we were never designed to eat. Genesis 1 tells us what to eat. My arthritis is no more. So we praise God with you for that. Praise God. Yeah, our bodies, God created our bodies to heal itself, you know. And what we've done is we've traded that truth of our bodies healing itself for the lie of medicine, okay? Now, not all medicine is bad. I don't, I don't want to do that. But, but we run to medicine before we run to God to say, God, you, healed, you, you created me to heal myself. Jesus said, your faith has made you whole to the woman with the 12 years issue of blood, okay? It was the fact she touched him. But he said, he didn't say it was because you touched me. He says, your faith has made you whole. We have to have faith, Shanita, that our bodies can heal itself because God created it that way. Yeah? Mm -hmm. So we have a testimony that came in from Jeannie. She said, hey, I'd like to be part of your church congregation. Thank you so much. To God be all glory. God bless you and your family. Thank you, Jeannie. And we're putting... um, a, a list together of members if you'd like to join our church. Uh, now, if you've got a local church and God's leading you to go there and it's not apostate, then that's great. But if not, you would like to join uh, our gathering here. Uh, we'd love to have you as a member. There's no uh, obligation other than to love God and love love people and uh, you know try to be with us when you can. But uh, email us at uh, david at davidheavener.com. Put in the subject line, I want to join the church. All right, go ahead, Shanita. And we're praying tonight for Justin Trudeau, for Charlie's wife, for Rose's daughter, for May, her son Jeff and her daughter, for Lynette and John and for her grandson, for Raymond and for Bev. And if you have some prayer requests, um, oh, Sue, her shoulder as well, please feel free to send those in and we will have our prayer warrior team pray with you. Awesome. Uh, I want to pray for my mother too, stage four yes. cancer. I want to pray for your mother because she has eye mm-hmm. problems. She's not able to see. So put mm-hmm. her on that list. Did you say Justin? My Trudeau? dad has prayer for his tooth. He has to have an emergency appointment in the morning. Your dad? Yes. Did, did you say Justin Trudeau? Yes. You mean the prime minister of Canada? Well, aren't we praying for all heads of countries? No, of course we are. No, of course we are. But but, and I know I don't have a problem with that, but it just came out of left field. Did someone request that we pray for him? Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, we uh, I'm praying the demons out of Justin Trudeau is what I'm doing. First, I'm praying the demons out of him and then I'm praying for him. Okay. Um, And I've already done that on a show. And they took, they called it cyberbullying, and they didn't like that. So uh, I did what I was supposed to do. But we're going to, yeah, put them on the prayer list. Put them all on the prayer list. Put every cotton-picking one of those people on the prayer list, and we're going to cast them all. We'll put them together in a bucket, and we'll just cast every demon out at the same time. Just That's what we're going to do. I'm going to put every politician, I'm going to put every, you know, it's warped, whatever, in a bucket, and we're going to have a big 
bucket satanic uh, deliverance <laughs> just at one time. Anyway, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get carried away on that. Okay, so we got the people we're going to pray for. Now, let me ask you, Shanita, I mentioned to you that when people get prayed for and they get a, a miracle happen, they get a deliverance, uh, mm -hmm. a manifestation of the power of God, that they need to contact us, right? Because we want to hear from them, from you, that when God answered these prayers, that's just as important as God answering the prayer, is proclaiming, right? We want to give him all the glory. Mm -hmm. Right. So what, how can they reach you in order to, to tell you that God has answered their prayers or they've been healed? They can email admin at davidhevener.tv. Okay. Or they can use the contact form on the website. Okay, awesome. So that way we can tell people about it. We don't have to use your name. We can use your first name, whatever. Um, so uh, also with signing up at davidhevener.tv, we have some new releases on there too, right? Um, yes. What's up? Do yeah, we have a new? Every Friday, the new releases come out. Okay, what do we have last Friday? Um, it might've been Billy Crone. Okay. Billy Crone. Okay. Part four, I think, or five on Billy Crone. Check that out. Um, also Shanita, if they are new and they want to sign up to David Hebner TV and go underground with us, uh, well, did you need to send them a link? Yes. Okay. Where do they, once they sign up, do they need to send you an email? Yes. To info okay. at TV. Okay, so if you sign up and you're a new member, and if you sign up for a year, you save two months, you email Shanita at info at davidhevener.tv, and Shanita, you'll send them a link right away, right? Absolutely. Okay, great. All right, thank you so much. I appreciate it and love you. Love you. All right, let's go to the Lord in prayer. We've listed our names. Um, we were before the throne. We've given the petition. Um, there may be many names out there we didn't put on the list, but, and it may be you, but just know that you're with us and that you are in our prayers. And as I pray this prayer, this prayer is for you. Thank you, Lord, for loving us. Thank you for being a wonderful God. Thank you for letting us come together every week without missing a show. And it's not because of us, it's because of you, that you have miraculously parted the Red Sea to where we could bring a message to your people every week for the past four and a half years without missing a show. And I give you glory and I thank you. And I thank you for all the prayer warriors out there. I thank you for the people that have uh, supported us financially. I ask for a blessing on everyone listening to me, on everyone that is hearing my voice, I'm asking for a blessing. Now, I'm praying for someone out there that has a small child that's dealing with a, a, a very rare sickness. I don't know what it is, but I'm asking for a healing on that child. I'm also asking in that family that you make the Bible the center point of what's going on. Now, the person listening, it may not be your family. It may be your nephews, your nieces. It may be your sons or daughters, but it's someone connected to this family. There's a child that's, that's, that has an illness. This family needs to open that Bible up and proclaim the word of God. I'm asking, Father, for a, an anointing on the fathers out there that you will give them the heart to want to step up and be a man. And instead of going and playing golf or going to a movie or watching a ball game, that they get the family around the table and they open up the Bible and start reading your word. Father, I'm praying for that single mother out there who's struggling. I'm asking for just a blessing on her and an anointing, and I'm asking for protection over those children. Praying for the lady out there who's lonely, very lonely, and you're even having problems with your family right now. God is with you. I'm asking for God, would you give her that power, that feeling that the woman had the 12 years of blood when she touched and she was made whole right now? Would you... Touch this lady. Praying for all the children out there, as we always do, the ones that are at risk losing their life because the mother makes the wrong choice. Praying for the children caught up in human trafficking, the children that have been abducted, children that have run away, children that are being abused right now as we speak. We come against the demons of abuse. You have no right to the children. 
Uh, thank you, Father, for letting us, giving us your word and letting us understand what it is you need for us to know in these last days as we come forth. I pray for all the people in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. I love you guys. Appreciate you all. Please remember, uh, go to davidhevener.tv. Please sign up. That'll support the ministry, and you'll get a lot out, a lot out of it. We have almost 800 videos, a, a lot of um, shows that are uh, um, the original programming. We work really hard. We have a very small staff, um, but we work really hard. Um, and also, please, if you're interested in getting involved with the uh, ministry and you would like to become a monthly partner, you can just uh, go to davidhevener.tv forward slash give. Text chosen to 999, or you can call 844-806-0006. We really do need your help. Um, we really struggle, but because of you, we're, we're able to do what God wants us to do. But it's a day-by-day -day thing. Uh, we're, please go to lastevangelist.com. You can uh, be an actor, you can be a producer, you, you know, you can, uh, it's crowdfunding, you can donate money so we can make episode two. Episode one has really blessed a lot of people so far. So, all right, we're going underground. We'll be back in a moment. Just remember, you never really lived till you found someone worth dying for, and that's Jesus Christ. Love you guys. <laughs>